0: Welcome back to the Long Acres Finance channel. I was recently reading up on QYLD, the covered-called ETF from GlobalX, that pays a 12% dividend yield. While I personally am not interested in such a product today, I still like to read about it. Because sooner or later, for most investors, including me, the main objective of investing will start to shift from growth to cash flow, and funds such as QYLD will start to look significantly more enticing. Therefore, I think it's good to have an understanding of how they work, what to expect from them, and whether or not they are good investments to include in your portfolio. So today I want to dig into QYLD to see exactly how it works, what to expect from this fund, and to see if it can fit into my portfolio right now or maybe in the future. To kick it off here, the fund trades for a price of $22 and change. It offers a forward dividend yield just shy of 12%. The fund has almost $4 billion in assets under management and costs 60 basis points or 0.6%. While that isn't a cheap expense ratio, it's not terribly high for what you get with this fund. A $10,000 investment will cost you $60 per year, and it should produce about $1,160 of passive income at the current 11.6% dividend yield. Almost $100 a month from a $10,000 investment is quite impressive, and I'm sure it sounds very enticing to many investors. But how is QYLD able to produce such a high monthly distribution is the main question to ask. And can this level of income be sustained in the future? Let's see if we can find out. QYLD utilizes a simple covered call option strategy to generate income every month. If you're not familiar with options, and specifically a covered call option, let me break it down for you. The way the fund utilizes this option strategy is they hold a position in the underlying assets, which in this case is the NASDAQ 100 index. So the fund holds the top 100 technology stocks that are part of that index. Companies like Google, Apple, and Microsoft. And then the fund writes at the money covered call options against those positions, in turn collecting a premium. At the money means the strike price for the call option is written for the current price of the underlying index. The option is a covered option because the fund holds the securities they are writing the option against. Basically, the fund is collecting a premium for selling an option that the price of the index will not go up. If the index goes up during the agreed-upon period of time, the fund has to forego the gain of the index. If the index goes down during this period, the fund incurs the loss, since its assets are invested in the index. But in both those scenarios, the fund gets to keep the premium earned from selling the covered options. Sounds like an easy way to earn money, right? Because it is. A covered call option is a simple and possibly safe approach to earning money through options. Let's dig deeper to see what else we can learn about QILD. These options are sold to a counterparty that has the right, but not the obligation, to buy the underlying assets at the strike price in the period agreed upon. QILD always sells one-month options, and they repeat this process every month. This is how they link the premium earned from the options to the distributions to shareholders. At the end of each month, a portion of the premium earned by the fund is distributed to shareholders in the form of a dividend payment. So future distributions are tied to the premiums the fund can earn from selling future covered call options. This premium will fluctuate depending on market activity. In more volatile markets, premiums can be higher, and therefore the fund can collect more income from this strategy. Covered call options work a little different for index funds compared to individual stocks. A covered call option for a stock can be exercised at any time before the strike date. Whereas a covered call option for an index cannot be called early. The option always settles on the strike date, and it settles in cash, since you cannot deliver an index to the counterparty. Let me explain how this plays out in real life to make it easier to understand. Let's assume the index falls 2% in a month. In this event, if you own the index, your market value would fall 2%, same as the index. If you owned QYLD instead, the share price of the fund would fall the same 2% as the index. But QYLD would also earn a premium from the options it sold at the beginning of the month. At the end of the month, it would distribute a portion of that premium to you. In turn, increasing your market value and decreasing the loss you incurred from the 2% drop of the index. So owning QYLD in this scenario would mean that the market value of your position would fall less than the index. How much less depends on the amount of the premium your market value could fall by 1% or maybe half a percent. It's too difficult to quantify, but the point is, if the index has a negative return, you would be better off invested in QILD. If the index is flat in a given month, you would also stand to see a higher return with QILD versus owning the index. The market value of QYLD and the index would remain unchanged since the index was flat for the month, but QILD would still earn the premium from the options it sold, and a portion of that premium would be passed on to you, the shareholder meaning that your portfolio would have a gain for a flat month. The final scenario is an upmarket, or specifically a positive month for the underlying index. In this case, QYLD still gets to keep their premium from selling their covered call options, but it will not benefit from the full gain of the index. Because if you recall, the covered call option gives the counterparty the option to buy the underlying asset at the strike price. So in this event, the counterparty would execute their option and collect the full gain of the underlying index. Let's say the index was up 2%. QYLD has to forego this 2% gain to the counterparty that agreed to buy the option from them. The fund still gets to keep their option premium and distributes a portion of it to shareholders. So your gain as a shareholder will be equal to the portion of the option premium distributed by QILD. But chances are it may be smaller than the gain of the index. So essentially QYLD wins in a flat and down market but can lose in an up market. If you don't know, in general markets go up more often than they fall. So in the long term, QILD might lose more than it wins. But outperforming the market is not the main objective of QILD. Its biggest appeal is the passive income stream, and it is best suited for investors looking for passive cash flow. It's a very simple strategy to generating monthly income with option premiums. Any individual could use this same strategy on their own to earn money with covered call options. The only limitations being the amount of capital you have to work with and the drag of option fees. Suffice it to say, it is probably far easier and cheaper to employ this strategy with a fund like QYLD, versus trying to mimic this process on your own. QILD has been doing this for 7 years running now, which gives them a pretty long track record of success. If your main or only objective is to receive passive dividend income, QILD is not a bad option. The yield is very appealing, and the strategy has worked out well for a long enough period of time to prove that it can work. Of course, there are other things to consider before you jump in and invest. The major thing you want to understand are the tax implications of owning QILD. With this fund you can expect to have the following tax obligations. Ordinary dividends, short term capital gains, long term capital gains, and return of capital. Let's take a quick look at each. Ordinary dividends are taxed at the same rate as your regular income. So if you fall in the 22% federal income tax bucket, your ordinary dividends will be taxed at the same rate. Short term capital gains are taxed the same way as ordinary dividends using your federal and state income tax brackets. Long-term capital gains are taxed at either 0 15 or 20%, depending on your income. In 2021, if you're single and have taxable income of less than $40,400, you'll pay 0% on long-term capital gains. For married filers, the taxable income threshold for a 0% long-term capital gains rate is $80,800. The 15% tax rate on long-term capital gains caps out at $445,850 of taxable income for single filers and $501,600 for married filers in 2021. And if your taxable income is higher, your tax rate is 20% for all long-term capital gains. And finally, the return of capital is the trickiest of these four tax situations. Basically, a return of capital creates a deferred tax liability. If you decide to sell some or all of your position in QILD, you will be obligated to pay taxes on any prior return of capital distributions that occurred while you owned shares of the fund. The way return of capital works is it essentially lowers your cost basis in the underlying position. In this case, it would be QILD. So if you bought shares for $22 today, and years down the road decided to sell those shares, all the return on capital the fund distributed to you between now and then would mean that your cost basis will not be $22. It could be $20, or $15, or even $0. There's no way to foretell what it would be. All of this is explained on QILD's website, in case you would like to read more about it. Or alternatively, you could choose to own this fund in a tax-free or a tax-deferred account, and not have to worry about taxes at least until you retire. After doing a bunch of reading about QILD, I was curious how it performed against the underlying index it uses to generate income. If you follow the stock market, you probably already know that the index has performed significantly better than the fund, as tech stocks have been on a pretty hot streak recently. But I wanted to be more specific than just comparing QYLD to QQQ straight up. What if I used QQQ to generate an income stream similar to QYLD's distribution schedule? Which investment option would leave me in a better overall position after a specific period of time? Using Portfolio Visualizer's backtest tool going back to January of 2014, I can see that investing $100,000 into QILD and reinvesting all distributions would bring the market value of my position to about $188,000 at the end of July 2021. That's an 8.69% compounded annual growth rate. Not bad, but not fantastic either. QQQ of course performed much better with a 21.75% compounded annual growth rate, turning the same $100,000 into about $440,000. But these are two different investing strategies, and they should not be compared this way. Let's take a look at the dividend income this hypothetical portfolio of QILD would have generated. In 2014, it would have distributed about $10,500. Not a bad start. 2015, 16, and 17 were a little lower, but all clock in right around $10,000. In 2018, you would have received $15,783, a pleasant increase of $5,000. 2019 was about the same, right around $15,000. In 2020, there was another jump to $17,411, and about $12,500 in 2021 thus far. So on pace to set another record this year. With QQQ, the income level is significantly smaller, with less than $2,000 every year. Let's say you wanted to use QILD as a cash flow machine. In this case, we need to turn off dividend reinvestment, since you will be using this cash rather than investing it back in the underlying asset. After turning off dividend reinvestment, our original position in QILD has a loss of market value, during this 7.5 year period. Not a major loss, but a loss nevertheless. But with the cash flow from the fund, you would still have a positive overall return. That cash flow would be smaller compared to the reinvestment approach. Only two years, 2014 and 2018, would produce more than $10,000 in income, with the rest of the years being somewhere between eight dollars and $9,000. That's still a pretty solid stream of income. In total, this $100,000 investment in 2014 Would create sixty-eight thousand nine hundred and eleven dollars of income over this period of time, excluding any tax burden. This breaks down to just shy of nine thousand one hundred dollars of income per year on average. So here is my apples-to-apples comparison between QILD and QQQ. What if I used QQQ to produce nine thousand one hundred dollars of income every year, distributable monthly, with my original hundred thousand dollar investment? Would the ending market value of this approach be higher than the eighty-eight thousand dollar market value you would have left with QILD? What do you think? Let's set this up and see what happens. $9,100 per year breaks down to about $760 per month. And the ending market value of the QQQ portfolio that would generate the same level of income as QILD would be about $253,000. That's 3 times larger than QILD's market value. Of course we didn't factor in any tax burden here either, that would probably play a significant role on both final values. But it looks like QQQ was the better investment option versus QYLD during this 7.5 year period Both with and without using dividend reinvestment There's probably very few people that actually employ a cash flow strategy using growth funds like QQQ They are not created for that purpose These two vehicles serve two different purposes QYLD is a strong option for monthly cash flow but don't expect to earn any capital appreciation on your original investment If you are younger or don't need the cash flow right now, investing in QQQ may be a better option in the long term. Although I am not a fan of QILD right now, I may invest in a product like it when I am in retirement and consistent cash flow is much more important to me. For now I will stick to my favorite high growth and high yield dividend stocks, with some growth funds mixed in as well. Thank you for joining me today, if you'd like to consume this content in a video format you are welcome to visit my YouTube channel. Just search for Long Acres Finance on YouTube and you'll find more of me. If you'd like to reach me directly, you can do so by emailing me at longacresfinance at gmail.com. If you would like to support this channel, you can do so on Patreon and unlock the additional benefits offered there. Thank you for being here and have a wonderful day.